In this episode of our Mining in Darba 2022 series, I'm in conversation with Stacey Hope, the MD of Women in Mining UK. We chat a little bit about what Women in Mining UK is all about, and Stacey also tells us a little bit about the inspirational Women in Mining nominations that are open this year. Thanks for having me. So, Stacey, tell us a little bit about Women UK, what you're all about, what you do, what your mandate is. Absolutely. So we are a not-for-profit organization based in the UK, and we focus on advocacy around women's entry into the mining sector, but also how do we support them, how do we promote them, and how do we ensure that they remain in the sector. And we do this through a number of um, initiatives, especially looking at the pipeline. So we do a lot of work around um, internships, making sure girls and young women have a space in the industry f- from early on, from the onset. Then we also have a lot of sponsors who love to sponsor our scholarship programs, which is great. So we usually have uh, scholarships at the Cambridge School of Mines and at Imperial College. And those are master's degrees as well. So to really drive um, women's education within the mining sector. Yeah, I'm sure that's making a massive difference to women in the industry. Absolutely. You know, we represent 8 to 17 percent of the global mining workforce. Uh, sorry, at a certain level, right? So there are so many women in mining, but they're not really captured. Mm. And then when we go further up the pipeline, it's only a very small percentage who are leaders, who are visible, who have a voice. And we need to change that because it's really about driving the gender parity, not only visibly, but in conversations and in policy and how we move forward in the future of mining. Is it a visibility issue for you or a retention in the industry issue or both? It's both. I think they're not mutually exclusive in the sense that um, if we see more women, then we have the drive to not only enter, but to remain and to advocate for our presence. Um, And then when it comes to retention, there is a lot of work that we need to do around that. Um, At Women in Mining UK, we have... um, Well, we partner with Women on Boards UK, for example, to really support women in their journey to board positions and to help companies themselves understand what the narrative needs to be in order to support women and to drive their own own corporate progression. Because if we want companies to be sustainable, if we want them to actually have longevity, it needs to be inclusive. You need to answer to your market, and the market is not just men. It's, yeah. it's everyone, right? Exactly, exactly. And you're doing a lot as WIM UK to shine a light on inspirational women with your WIM 100 Inspirational Women program. So tell us a little bit about that because you've got entries open for this year. Absolutely. Oh, yes. So uh, the WIM 100, the 100 uh, Global Inspirational Women in Mining Initiative. Although it is a WIM UK initiative, we really are supported by our women in mining network around the, around the world, especially WIMSA. And that's, on the one hand, visibility. For too long, we've had people say, oh, well, we have this one person, but we can't find more women, mm-hmm. right? So this is the answer to that, to that old excuse. 
So you can no longer use that excuse. We're on our fifth edition, so we have 400 women to go through. Uh, so if anyone is looking for roles to be filled, here is a platform or here is a, here is a tool that you can use to source that. And we do it through nominations by independent parties. Companies get involved. Some companies have even formed their own um, task force to look across their entire operations, across all of their jurisdictions, and nominate women across the whole gamut of their operations now, to be a inspiring. part. Isn't it great? Because it, it tells me that mining companies value mm. this. They see that their own women need to be given that support, not only from the top, yeah. but from the entire corporate community itself. And, and it's great when you have some of the biggest mining companies asking for a call to talk through what their plans are for their nomination process. That's amazing. Well yeah. done. Yeah. And everything is free with Women in Mining UK. You can join. That's free. You can come to our events if you're in town or join them virtually. And with the Win 100, it is free to nominate. There is no charge. Um, hopefully, companies will support their women to fly to London in November when we have our Win 100 event, finally, after not being able to have it for two years. And, um, and yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. And it's, it's going to really highlight women in the industry who are trailblazers, who are supporting other women, and who are really working hard to change the narrative of the mining sector and their communities at large. Lovely. Looking forward to seeing who those top 100 are this year. Me too. I can't wait. <laughs> so, final question, um, and it's a combination question. I know you to be somebody who is a little different to the norm in the mining industry, mm -hmm. and so tell us a little bit about that and how that's influencing where when UK is going in the future. Absolutely. And, you know, I might have started off saying that I am a bit of an outlier, but because of the, the turn in the mining conversation from climate change to ESG, we're finding a lot of people like me entering the mining mm -hmm. sector. So I'm an anthropologist. I um, sort of in academia, but then made a switch into uh, international development. So working a lot for the multilaterals, the UN, the World Bank, the EU, you name it, I've probably worked for them on a number of issues and not necessar necessarily pertaining to mining, but mostly around mining communities, just by um, virtue of working in Latin America and in Sub-Saharan Africa. and. My work really looks at that multi-stakeholder engagement. So how do we bring government, communities, and private companies to the fore to have meaningful conversations, to come up with something that is not just for the haves, but for everyone. And I think because I do a lot of work in policy, I do a lot of work in really understanding what's happening on the ground, I see my tenure at Women in Mining as really driving us towards how do we influence UK policy making and how do we influence our reach across the world. Right? We have British High Commissions all over the world and they play a very significant role in 
the UK's um, presence in a lot of the countries that they that they exist in. So how can we be a part of that conversation so that we're not losing that holistic lens, mm. uh, the holistic gender lens of mining, of industry, of UK's participation in countries that are not our own. So, yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> Lovely. You've got a very clear vision. And I think as Women in Mining South Africa, we're very pleased to be involved and associated with you and not only to be learning from you, but contributing to the work that you do. Absolutely. And we should say that we're honored because I think it's through organizations like WIMSA that we also learn what's happening on the ground. And your mentorship program, it's really great. We actually promote your mentorship program (laughs) because we don't have one. And I think uh, there's, there's something to be said about the work that is being done in jurisdictions like South Africa, the reach that you have with young women and and yeah and your vision and your and your mission which we highly support, which we are in awe of. So we're also grateful that you bring us on board whenever you can and yeah we're happy to share in our our equal success and our goals. Wonderful. To the future of women in mining. To the future in women in mining, Briody. Thank you, Stacey. <laughs>